Great song. (laughs) Summer breeze makes me feel fine. You know what was made you? You know, uh, hey, uh, summer vacation. Talking about turtle coming right at you live. (laughs) How was your summer vacation, Eric? It was good. Oh, Milk Nerd was very nice to us. Uh, you know, <laughs> that, uh, that money. Big signing I, I bonus. did some things with that money. That, oh. that $100,000 signing bonus. Yeah, yeah, we split that baby right down the middle. Thanksgiving. <clears throat> in half. Right in half. <clears throat> 50K, 50K. I mean, I wish I still had that money, but you know, beggars can't be choosers. Wait, what do you mean? You, you lost it? Uh, in a way. I did things with oh. the money, and you know... Time makes a fool out of us, and now I don't have it, any more of it. <laughs> man, that's rough. <laughs> oh, man. You don't got to tell me twice. <laughs> oh, man. Man, man, oh, man. I can't believe you lost all that. <laughs> I lost all that, grand a week. <laughs> Must have been a crazy week. Oh, man, it was the craziest summer vacation of my life. Let me tell you all about it. It was a crazy summer of my life. Summer 2015. There I was, 50k in my pocket, Miami in my eyes, a convention to go to. Oh, uh, 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 I don't actually remember it that much. Never mind. Never mind. All right. So yeah, I'm just at 50k. I don't remember what happened. And you're you're comfortable with that? Yeah, why not? I probably had some shenanigans that would they're probably worth it. You know, I'm I'm not gonna look down to my past experiences. Don't look back. That's what I always say. Yeah, don't don't look back at that 50k. Look look forward. Look forward. That's what I always say. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I've. I'd kind of be making fun of you a little more, but uh, I actually lost all my money, too. (laughs) How did you lose 50k? You silly Billy. What are you laughing at me for? I'm not laughing. This is pretty funny. (laughs) Well, I took my money and followed the frontier fascination out west. I touched down in the Windy City. Los Angeles, and banged around Venice and Manhattan Beach. From there, it was a lazy crawl north, the PCH through Malibu and Big Sur, up through San Francisco and wine country. Hopped a train which carried me all the way to Seattle, where I spent countless nights at the inn at the market, drinking, screwing, spending. My $50,000 milk nerd bonus was running through me like some post-chili cook-off hangover. People who had been with me through the good times began to sense that the money was waning. One by one, the partygoers left. I realized that they were not my friends, merely hangers-on chasing their next kick. The realization that this had all been for nothing settled in. My travel experience was an intoxicated haze. No vision quest or higher realization would come of this. I had around 10 grand left, just enough to, with a little luck, make me whole and get me back home. I began by flushing the booze and drugs. I ordered room service for the remaining guests, two French girls on holiday who were coming off a bad trip and a banker named Kyle who had just quit his job. 
When I rolled Kyle, Kyle over to tell him breakfast was ready, he was unresponsive. He must have caught a bad batch. I spoke in his honor. Goodbye, Kyle. May you find peace and death that I couldn't give you in life. I set to work on him with a bone saw, and when I was finished, the French girls and I dumped his remains into the Puget Sound. We ex exchanged email addresses and went on our separate ways. Everyone knew that the one place to get dirt done in Seattle was Admiral Tavern in Pioneer Square. Proprietor Bill Bowman and his, had his fingers in everything, but didn't have his name on a single thing short of the tavern deed. He was never actually in the room for any shady dealings, so the fuzz, despite being after him for years, could never make anything stick. I knew he was the guy to help me if I played it right. I gave a $100 bill to the bouncer outside, and within 10 minutes, I was standing in front of Bill. He ate tuna from a can with a plastic fork. Two guards flanked him, and one stood at the door to my rear. He finished and began. What are you doing here, he said. I heard you're the man to see about certain things, I said. What kind of things? I needed to make a little money turn into a lot of money, fast. How much do you have, he said. I pulled out my remaining cash, 9,504 in assorted bills, and I slammed it on the table. Sorry, I said, I didn't mean to do that like in a rude way. Bill regarded it, but never touched it. 9,504, he said. I nodded, impressed. He nodded to one of his men. That's when I felt the powerful arms locked behind my back from behind. Two guards flanking Bill sprang forward. One slugged me in the gut. The wind went out of me. When the next one cracked me in the haymaker in the nose, I barely felt it. This went on for a few seconds or a few hours, I have no idea, before they dragged me outside. Bill pulled 300 bucks from my pile and threw it on my writhing body. You're on the next train out of here. You're a fucking dead man. Do you understand? I nodded. One of the guards gave me a parting kick to the gut and went back inside. I sat looking at the cathedrally high ceilings of King Station, thinking of anything I could to avoid realizing that I lost all that money. I suppose at the least I would be going home. I eagerly looked forward to jumping in front of an incoming A-train at the New York subway. Excuse me, do you have the time? A delicate British voice. I traced the source. A girl, smartly dressed, off-white blouse, navy skirt, black stockings, low-top Chuck Taylors. A set of bangs that were vaguely Ringo-ish, if not for the fact that it sat on the face of an absolute angel. Quarter two, I said. She smiled and walked off with her wheeled, wheeled luggage. When it was time to board, it dawned on me. I was about to be sitting on a train for three days. My seatmate would greatly affect the quality of this trip. I looked around. A teenager reading a John Green novel, a smiling, retarded Polish guy, an Amish couple, loads of families. No, 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 and no. And then there she was, about 30 people closer to the front of the queue than I was. Acting on animal impulse, I barreled forward, knocking people out of the way with my oversized backpack. I mumbled something about wounded veteran every time I slammed someone and found that no one really put up any resistance. A few, a few angry looks or mumbles, but that's all. I made it behind her just as she reached the conductor. Car six, seat 45, have a nice trip, miss. He grinned and handed back her boarding pass. She stopped and bent over to get a good handle on her bags, at which point the conductor got on one knee behind her, extended his tongue, and shook his head violently from side to side near her posterior. He stood up just as she did, innocently smiled her off. His smile disappeared the instant she was out of view. He was suddenly all business. No one else seemed to register as his obscene pantomime. He stamped my boarding pass. Car six, seat 46. Thank you, sir. It took some time to register that this was real. I was sitting next to the pretty girl on the train. I had act actualized a fantasy through little more than initiative and lies about being a war veteran. She read as somewhat cautious or reserved initially. We exchanged pleasantries and a where you heading because it only seemed right considering we sit it together for 20 hours. But beyond that, I pretty much left her be. I popped my earbuds and began reading. 
She tapped me on the shoulder at one point to notify me of a gorgeous vista outside of her window. I began to do the same when I noticed something on my side. And so continued this unspoken dance every time a cinnamon-colored cliff or an ocean of trees happened to zip by. Eventually, she asked me about my book and things opened up from there. Her name was Gina and she was from Southeast London. She explained that this was the less posh part of the city, but that she's frequently mistaken for a West Londoner because of her accent, which is attributed to her East African father. She had family peppered across the US, so she'd been visiting Portland, San Francisco, Seattle, now heading to Chicago. She had all of those little Britishisms that have always endeared me. She called college university, she called math, maths. Her favorite band was The Zombies, but she was really into Fever Ray lately, though she hadn't been familiar with the knife. She confessed to having a deep love for one night in the city type flicks. So while, yeah, obviously she loved After Hours and Before Sunrise, she also unabashedly loved Adventures in Babysitting and Take Me Home Tonight. She sold me heavily on some British comedy series called Green Wing. In one of our digressions, she revealed that she read the Song of Ice and Fire series six times, the Will of Time series four times, Thomas Covenant and Morton Sneed series four and three times respectively. There was nothing showboaty or nerd fetishist about this. She realized with a gradually apparent sense of shame, as if with these revelations she was revealing something deeper. I was drawn to that loneliness because I recognized it in myself. We were chased out of our coach seats by the man behind us whom we had woken up several times with our laughing. We went into the coach and continued talking. We talked about why we were traveling alone and how we felt about that. Things to look forward to and things we were afraid of. I was excited by the prospect of having her around for another two days. At some point, we fell asleep side by Bullshit. side in front of the panoramic window. panoramic window. I woke up still seated to her splayed across two seats with her legs propped up on my knees. A pink sunrise visible on the horizon. Yeah, I delicately squirmed out from under her and draped my flannel over her legs. I made a beeline to the bathroom to go beat off. When I got back to my seat, she smiled. I was thinking, she said. Suddenly, a mechanized beep was heard over the PA. The conductor came on. Ladies and gentlemen, there has been a slight change in schedule for our New York customers. Due to track repairs, this train will not be traveling to New York. Chicago will be final stop. If you plan on traveling past Chicago, you will be getting off at our next stop, which is St. Cloud, Michigan, and boarding a bus which will take you to a Lakeview Limited train. This will take you the rest of the way. Once again, he went through the instructions again. I sat there, trying to act like I was processing this change casually. Well, that sucks, I said. I'm sure something in Chicago goes to New York, Gina says. Yeah, but I gave all my money to a gangster in Seattle, and he just gave me enough for this train ride home. Oh, she said, disappointed. The conductor again. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be pulling into St. Cloud in around two minutes. For those of you traveling past Chicago, we ask that you begin to grab your things and make your way to an exit. I began packing, perfunctorily, not even scanning my brain for a solution anything that would enable me to spend more time with her. Gina offered a protest. Look, maybe I can call my cousin and you can stay with... I interrupted. Gina, don't you get it? I have to go. Haven't you ever seen the social network? She sat there, stunned. It's been a pleasure sitting with you, I said. She smiled warmly. You too. I extended my hand. She took it. I gave her a peck on the cheek and walked away. This is how it had to be. This needed to be kept undiluted and pure. If we exchanged information and dragged this out, the one singular thing about this would be ruined. We'd learn more of each other and become bored until our final moments together were reduced to a tepid Facebook exchange or a milk toast email. I walked into the Michigan air with the train behind me. I could feel the rebirth beginning already. What have I done? I turned around and ran back to the train. I located Gina, who was staring absentmindedly out the window. She sat up, stunned, and smiled. I motioned for her to come outside of the train. She joined the stream of people pouring out, scared, stunned, excited. She exited the train with her bags, anticipating what I had to say next. 
I pulled out a piece of paper and began scribbling. Finished. I gave it back to her. Listen, you, you, you said you liked Fever Ray. She actually began in this group called The Knife. Those are two of their best albums right there. You should totally check them out. She regarded it a bit disoriented, but pushed out a smile. Uh, th thanks. All right, I said, well, um, bye-bye, and walked off. The last I saw of Gina was when I looked back and saw her schlepping her bags into the train. I wonder if our time together meant anything to her, like what it meant to me. I wonder if I'll see her again. I had to write this down because I'm already forgetting what she looked like. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> kind of reminds me of a song that I have that I heard once. Well, that's uh, that's how I lost my money anyway. So, well, um, you know what they say. Oh, you know what they say. Oh, yeah, right, of course. <laughs> anyway, we're here for a uh, transitional episode between seasons. Um, you know, we're apparently supposed to watch Wing Commander for the, for the day. And, uh, you know, I guess we're going to get started talking about that soon. Yeah, Wing Commander. Did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched it. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Hey, first of all, we're in a big leagues now. Don't make that jerk off motion with your hand, okay? What do you mean? We when we did Jimmy Neutron Baby Boy Genius, we were in the small time league. Now we're in the uh, at least the minors, so we gotta be at least somewhat professional. Wait, you're, so you're you're serious? Didn't so you, you read you the watched? contract that we had to sign with Devilberg? Yeah, I read it and I threw it on the, threw it in the garbage after I took the money. You should have done that, bro. You should have done that. You're, you're you watched all of Wing Commander. <laughs> yeah, I did. Well. It was not. Well, let's get this started. Let's get good. this over with anyway. Let's let's uh, let's let's, you know, I, I, I don't really. Well, I we got to record an ad, so you know, we might as well just take a break right now. All right, and after we go back from the ad, we will have a exclusive Wing Commander discussion. One on one, mano a mano. Don't do that with your fucking hands. Da, da. Andrew, what song are you singing? Oh, hi, Eric. I was just singing the national anthem to Anaheim Online Clown College. Wow, what's that? Anaheim Online Clown College is the one place in the U.S. where you can get your degree to be a clown. Wow. Tell me more. Well, you know what clowns are, right, Eric? Yeah, I think so. They're like those guys with the makeup and they play with little kids and they scare some people, but they delight all. Oh, don't they delight all. And let me tell you how you can delight the children of the world and even the adults. You go to Anaheim Online Clown College. You go to their website, www.anaheimclowncollege.gov, and it'll give you all the necessary information to sign up for one of the classes they teach there. Wow. What kind of classes do they offer? Oh, f almost dozens. They have ball juggling. Whoa. They've got children work. No. 
I know. And they also have balloon work. Balloon work? I want to know all about balloon work. What kind of balloons do they make? Oh, balloons in all shapes and sizes. You got, of course, your hazelnut, chrome, and, of course, vanilla bean. Wow. And I could learn how to make those as well? Even you, Eric. Even you. (laughs) And what's the name of that website, Eric, that all the pretty people at home can go to? I think it's www.anaheimclowncollege.gov. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot the slash, uh, slash online clown college. Oh. Yeah. So add add that, say it again, because they're going to be mad at us if we don't see the whole thing. Uh, www.anaheimonlineclowncollege.gov slash. That's good enough for me. And that should be good enough for our sponsor, Anaheim Online Clown College. Remember, it's not right if you ain't clowning. Well, uh, that was that was a good ad. Um, and I'm I guess, Clown College. I guess, we, guess we better get down to uh, brass tacks right about now. Right? Brass tack it up. Uh, um, so we sh- what? How should we start this? I don't. F- I don't know. I don't give a what shit. What happened this to this fucking movie? I, I I I don't even. I, Isn't that my thing? You should. signed the contract. Well, I think we should just. Who gives a shit? Who's around? Who's around? To He's got this ears all over anyway. the place. Dick. Dick Delberg's the number one man podcast, and he knows what we're talking about all the time. Listen, I appreciate his money and his faith in us, but no one's around to enforce this contract. So I don't know. I think we should just get started with episode one, season three of Entourage, and and no one's around to really enforce hey, this. Hey, guys. Hey, 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 hey. hey, hey. hey, hey. What's going Wait, on, everybody? What's, what's going what on? Is this? How's everybody hey. doing? Hey, oh. hey, it's nice to see everyone hey. here. Oh, why are Mark, they so loud? Are you guys? Andrew, do you know who this well, is? No, who are we guys? Don't you know who we guys are? No. Hey, Identify yourselves. Yeah, we're, we've been sent here from Dick Devilberg. Dick Devilberg, the man himself. The man up top. The man on high. How's everybody doing? Uh, you know who he is. I don't like this. Yeah, you guys. What are I'm going names? to assume they know who we are. Don't they know who we are? No. Oh, yeah. I know who we are. Do you know who we are? No. I am, no. I am well aware of who we are. Why are your faces so is wrinkly? That, hey, I'm, is that cocaine uh, is, on your nose? Uh, this is uh, B Sizzle, and my friend here, Fegon. We're here to talk about the, everybody out here about Wing Commander. Fegon we sure do love the Wing Commander. We love to talk about the wings. We love to talk about the commanding. We love to talk about the commander himself. And you said Devilberg sent you? Devilberg sent us. Yes, he did. Oh, fuck me. Oh, this is uh, just what I... What? So B Sizzle, want to talk about Wing Commander so these guys get uh, an idea of what it's like to discuss this thing for real and for certain? Let's just get this over with. Let me, let me pull up Wikipedia. I don't even, I don't even watch now, this fucking piece of shit. Go ahead. Eric, 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 Eric. This is a fantastic movie. It has yeah. not one, not two, but three giant A-list stars. Who? We got, we got, we got Freddie Prinze Jr., the Son second of Prince, the star of Chico and the Man, one of the funniest Mexican-American and Puerto Rican guys ever to grace our small tube screens. Never heard of him. Yeah, no, we're not talking. About, we're talking about the best Freddie Prince Jr. Hollywood. Freddie has Prince ever put Jr., out. the estranged son of Freddie Prince Sr., star of Chico and the Man. 
Isn't he dead? He's done. He's gone, but not forgotten. Let's give a big shout out to Chico himself, Freddie Prince, father of Freddie Prince Jr. No one's listening right now. Jesus. And we have his sidekick, his compadre, the man himself, the man of the plastic face, Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard, known by some as the Jim Carrey of his generation, also best friends with Freddie Prince Jr. You can hear him now on Cartoon Network Scooby-Doo, also in a series of Scooby-Doo direct-to-video home video releases. Matthew Lillard, everybody. I don't watch baby boy hey. cartoons. Matthew Lillard's best friend. Who is Matthew Lillard's best friend? It's Freddie Prince Jr. Who is Freddie Prince Jr.'s father? Freddie Prince Jr.'s father Prince is Freddie Prince. Matthew Lillard and Freddie Prince Jr. are like two halves of a sandwich. Get in between them and you have a bit of tasty lunch, I tell you. Now, if you want some sex appeal, I got something for you. I got a name for you. Eric, what the fuck is this? Saffron Burrows. I don't know. What are Saffron Burrows. Best talking. known to everyone as the star of Deep Blue Sea, Gangster Number One, Enigma, Rain or Me, Troy, and the Bank Job. We all love ourselves some Saffron Burrows. Smells like a little bit of saffron in the air. Thank you, everybody. Do both of you guys have erections? All the time. I haven't been able to get an now. erection since 1997. Is that you guys' two defining characteristics? One can't get it up, one can't get it up. We are, we're a good balance. Yeah, I like to feel like we balance each other out. We are there for one another whenever we need a little bit of help. Yin and yang. Ugh. All right. All right, guys. Listen, I, uh, I appreciate your energy, um, but I feel like, you know, let, let, let Andrew and I kind of lead this thing. And, um, and you That's know, you great, know, Eric, we, Eric, you, Eric you, oh, yes, Eric, whatever, whatever. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, so Wing Commander, where, where, talk about, who's talking? Andrew, get, I want you to get talk right about Wing Commander. What? Oh, and, Who's and, talking? One. Yeah, Andrew, I want you to tell us all about this movie. Space is hot. It uh, is the hottest well, franchise. We, we begin Space. the movie in Pelican, the Pelican USS. Is that what it was called? Nope. That is incorrect. Pelicana. Right? Pelicana. George Pelicanos. Brilliant <laughs> crime writer. I think you may be thinking of the Pelican Brief. A uh, little movie starring Julia Roberts and Denzel Washington. Never watched it. Don't care for his movies. Denzel Washington? F. F. Garbage actor. The man defines a generation, much like another generation is defined by Freddie Prince Sr., much like this generation is defined by Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> A wing commander. Well, let's uh, by Chris Roberts. Chris Roberts, yeah, f fantastic uh, auteur. I, I will say that the um, uh, the, uh, the exterior space shots where the space station is kind of carpet bombed early on uh, was was not bad. Um, but by the time uh, Flash Gordon showed up, I was I was completely out of out of the loop. I didn't care anymore. What What do you get when you put two Flash Gordons in a, in a refrigerator? What? <laughs> I don't, Hello, Governor. It's me, Flash Gordon. <laughs> Eric, there's no Flash Gordon in this movie. Yeah, yeah, whoa, have... whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Obviously no Flash Gordon in this movie. <laughs> I think you're making you're making it a little bit up on the on the slide there, buddy. Oh, yeah, right. right. I mean, you know what I meant. The uh, the main guy. Whatever is. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Freddie Prince. Why don't you, why don't you tell us the name of the main guy? Why don't you tell us the name of the main guy? Uh, I think it's uh, Hot, Hot Rod McGraw. Hot Rod McGraw, Ooh. played by Freddie Prince Jr. Right? B. Sizzle, what do you say to that answer? Oh, close, but not even close at all. His <laughs> no name is... No cigar. No cigarettes. Christopher uh, Maverick Blair. Iconic character. What is this? Quiz Star. show? What is this? Quiz show anyway? <laughs> name of his best friend. What is the name of his best friend? Spider-Man. Oh, 
Close. It is Todd Marshall. They are cocky young pilots. You know who drew Spider-Man for a spell? Todd McFarland. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. And John Leguizamo was in the movie. Oh, yeah. He was the clown man. You get what I mean? He was the clown Prince of Darkness. Yeah. That was a funny movie. Not sure I follow. Let's get back to Wing Commander. So we have the evil Kilrothi out to destroy humanity. The cat monsters. Pretty, were, were you were you afraid for humanity watching this movie, Andrew? Nope. They are the most least threatening race of aliens I've ever seen in a movie. About the Kilrothi is that I never bought their uh, their threat to the humanity because they're they're purely bound by horses and they're afraid to cross the water because it's made of poison. So they never. I never bought that they were an imminent threat to 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 our main characters. Yeah, the water symbols in this movie is really thick. Yeah. I'm not sure you boys have watched this movie because these guys, they found the coordinates to Earth and were hurtling towards them at warp speed. And what's on and Earth? Only- water. Well, well, that's just one reading of it. I mean, that's that's your reading. I mean, we have a different <laughs> reading. I mean, no, there is I only mean- one reading in this movie. This movie is on laser focus. It's a classic tale. It's also Listen, on the disc for those collectors Listen, I, out there. I took intro to yeah. film at Neighborhoffy Community College, and they told me that there are multiple ways to read films. Is that so some sort of clown college? No, no, no. That's not the one we. That's not Anaheim uh, Community Clown College that we uh, uh, mentioned earlier, but a different, a different fine, community. A fine institution. Anaheim. Yeah, I feel like college. they are avoiding the subject here as far as the plot and characters of Wing Commander are concerned. How do you feel about that? I am concerned about this? this greatly. Is this Dick Devil? It doesn't seem himself. like they are really on the ball with this episode. They seem to be out in space. Certainly happy that I got sent in here to supervise this because it seems like they are completely, if I may say, winging the entire discussion. I didn't, I didn't know Senator Joe McCarthy was showing up uh, here to to, to inqu- inquisit us on our uh, on our wing commander knowledge. Inquisiting is just what's called for when it comes to discussing pop cultural ephemera such as Wing Commander, one of the greater movies of our generation, uh, a generation defined by uh, wings, commanders, and best friends starring in movies together. Oh Jesus! Christ. Hey, did we get a bunch of Spaniards in here? Because I feel like we're getting inquisitioned. <laughs> Amen. That's what I feel like, too. You boys like to talk about Entourage. You guys like to talk about a movie with male bonding. There is no two males bonded closer than Freddie Prince Jr. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 hey. Don't you dare compare the friendship of Entourage to this trash we had to watch. Matthew Lillard and Freddie Prince Jr. are the male role models for male friendship. For an entire generation, perhaps two generations. No, if it's only going to be one generation, it's the generation four entourage. I will. I'm not going to hear this. This is ridiculous. Wing Commander can be enjoyed at any time in any decade, my friend. I watched it and I, this I'm time. Afraid you t- I'm afraid you too. Hey, let me finish. Out. Let me, no. Hey, we watched it. We watched it. Prove, Eric, without quoting anything on the Wikipedia page, can you tell hey. me the conclusion to the movie Wing Commander, starting Freddie Prince Jr. Matthew I know I would love to hear it myself. I actually can. Wait, I'm um, hearing clicking. I'm hearing clicking. I actually can tell you exactly what happened there. Uh, the rules clearly stipulate that you are not allowed to uh, refer to any sort of uh, external information. We are looking for your own interpretation of the events at the end of no. the command. Eric's just taking his time. 
I understand. I was I was just putting up an away message on uh, AIM. Uh, B Zizzle, um, do you think that he is uh, breaking the rules here? I think he's breaking the rules greatly. Rules that are supposed to be enforced by Dick Devilberg himself. Yeah, Dick Devilberg, he laid down the rules himself from on high. Devil, De- Dick Devilberg is my boss, and I have no problems with him. Uh, here's he what happened the at the end. Of- cuts the paychecks. Here's at the end what happened at the end of Wing Commander. Devro's fighter is disabled in combat, but she convinced. She can- convinces Blair to abandon her and continue his mission. Blair uses his pilgrim ability to make the jump to the vicinity of Earth. He is followed by a Kolrathi ship. He locates Black Hole. He countered at the start of the, at start of the I movie. I am getting some severe reading the- vibes from this. I am getting some severe. I am reading this off of a screen. I have seen community theater. I know what it's like to uh, not be able to interpret uh, dialogue very well. And this is the definition of not interpreting words very well. Hey, to be what fair, to be fair, he was reading the right ending. May I finish? No. Induces the Korathi ship to venture so close to his be as devoured by it. As is his as his fighter runs out of fuel, he transmits the information Earth needs to defeat the Korathi assault. The Earth fleet rescues Blair and <laughs> you, tell him, rescues Eric, you tell him, Eric. You tell him. Boom. <laughs> he served you up that on a silver platter, boys. How does that vindication taste? <laughs> As good as the farts you've been huffing for breakfast, you prick. So it's pretty apparent you guys haven't given the attention or time or effort into discussing or watching this movie. And while that's reading us, pretty clear you did not actually watch it, Eric, though you took perhaps the finest ending of any science fiction movie and described it in the most painfully boring way as to undersell this great film franchise. I'm upset because Dick Devilberg himself wants this show to be about Wing Commander. So if I got you know what? I am more than upset. I am. I am. I am getting furious. I. I. I think that this is probably something that we should probably uh, jump in on. <laughs> to give the uh, appropriate uh, dignity and uh, weight to the discussion of a movie of this caliber. Andrew, Andrew, let him, let him, Andrew, come on. Don't uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. All right. And You're, you guys are right. You guys are right. You guys kind of, I, I don't know about, I can't speak for Andrew. I know I didn't watch the entire film. Uh, I, I apologize. I will, I will fall on my sword as far as that's concerned. I will withdraw right now and I will let you guys go ahead. That's and, very and, brave and, of you, Eric. Anchor, anchor the rest of this discussion. Very brave you guys you. are clearly very passionate about it. So go ahead, Andrew. Please don't, don't do that anymore. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Let's, so let's start talking. Let's let's start talking about the undertones and secondary plus this fantastic movie. It has Christian undertones. It has drama. It has sex appeal. We have Freddie Plin Jr. as. I think they're doing it again. Uh, that didn't sound like a real fart. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, it's also suspicious that you would have a, <laughs> that close to your farting area. I imagine we're if he's actually like we're being farting. Mocked. Yeah, I feel like if he's actually farting, he may be choking right now. Right, right. Not- I don't think any of this is getting the appropriate dignity it deserves right now. <laughs> Chris I don't know Roberts what that was. put a lot of effort into this movie. He put his soul into this movie. His heart, his blood. <laughs> what a waste. Yeah, I know. 
And now he's working on a new one, and we are only hoping it will be as good as this one. So oh. let us give this man the attention he needs to be the most successful artist that he can be. <coughs> Go on. Eric. <sighs> this is a once or twice or maybe seven times a generation movie. It stars Freddie Prinze Jr. and oh. Matthew Lillard. Right. Amazing man. I don't understand I don't understand why you can't do this. I don't understand why you're not as interested in this. I think the audience wants to hear about Wing Commander. The audience wants to hear about Entourage. They want to hear about this freaking gobbledygook video game nonsense. <laughs> so guys, um you all seem like nice guys, and so uh, Ooh, thank you. we just want you to know that uh, uh, B-Sizzle, how should we explain this? You better get used to, uh, uh, you know, working as a team. You're going to want to start uh, expanding your uh, your horizons to uh, new ideas because um, uh, the show that you're working on right now, the uh, talking about turtle thing, uh, well, how do I put this? It's going to be dissolved. What do you mean dissolved? What does that mean? What uh, is dissolved? Have you ever heard of a backdoor pilot? No. Yeah, backdoor. My wife I put it in my ex-wife's backdoor. All right. Well, think of think of that backdoor. Think of a think of a backdoor pilot. Think of a little man in that backdoor. Think of him sitting there with his little hat. I see him. His little clipboard. <laughs> He's staring at me. He's talking to his. He's got a little co-pilot sitting there in that in that dark, 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 dark plane, and uh, he wants a little. He wants a little. He wants to spin off. He wants to become something new. He wants to turn him, himself into a whole new man. That's what a backdoor pilot does. That sounds scary. Says, hey, hey, maybe this uh, maybe this backdoor can lead to someplace nice, someplace a little less. A little less cramped. Someplace a little, little, uh, little less uncomfortable. That's what a backdoor pilot does. Flies you to a new land. Flies you out of that backdoor and into a, into a world of, of new dreams, of new hopes. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about, talking about winging it. Is this your monologue? You want to tell them about, about winging it, Brian? Breezizzle? The sizzle? sizzle we're talking about winging it. <laughs> we're talking about so winging it. So confused. We're not, we're not talking about turtle anymore. All right, you guys are talking this about show. fucking someone in the ass, and I don't know what's going on anymore. No, no, yeah, no, no, my no, ex, no, no. My no, ex-wife no, no, wouldn't no, appreciate no. you guys going in her back door and, and making pilots out of it. I don't know. Something like that. Something like that. You can't even get pregnant through anal sex, so how am I going to make a pilot out of it? That doesn't even make sense. What are you guys fucking talking Not about? Not all babies turn into pilots. Not all babies turn into pilots. But babies can some be pilots. Something well, happens through the some... back door anyway. You guys are uh, sitting in a uh, health class. <laughs> they can be anything they want to be. They can be anything they want. They can, you can you grow can up. You can, you, evo- be. you can become bigger. You can become. You take your talking about turtle and it becomes winging it. Mm-hmm. You talk it about entourage. Oh, wait, wait. I think they know what they're talking about. They're taking yeah, over yeah, our we're show. are turning your show into something else. The show is becoming something else. No. Yeah, and... Instead of just the two of you guys, it's the four yeah. of us. In that, in that four of us. No. Every week, talking Every about winging week. it. Every week. Wing Commander. Every week we're talking about friggin' Wing Commander? Friggin' it down. Everything. 
You're saying in addition to talking about Turtle, we have to talk about Wing Commander. Like, in a separate episode. Are you going to be talking about Wing Commander every single week? (laughs) We're not talking about Turtle at all anymore? Yes. I mean, no. I mean, not at all. Oh, my God. I I need a minute. So, the room is spinning. No. They seem excited. I can tell by the heavy breathing. Eric seems extremely excited. As am I. This is going to be a great thing. Our shop. Eric, give me this. some water. You railroad us like this. Andrew, do you believe this? Give me some water. Give me some water. Oh, oh God. It's coming out of my eyes now. Oh, See what you guys did to him? See what you did? Now, who the... <laughs> You guys listen to me right now. <laughs> now you guys listen to me right now. Who do we talk to about getting this undone? Or has, has has this been done yet? Is this a done deal? I need to stop this. Oh, it's a done deal. Uh, no. We thought we'd do this one episode to get you guys used to the idea. Devilberg know about this? Oh, oh Devilberg knows all idea. about this. Are yes, you kidding he sent me? Us. Oh my God, Eric. Do you think this is what he meant by in the contract where it said we're doing Wing Commander weekly? He it. tricked us. That friggin' us. devil. Snake oil salesman he is. Uh, he got us good, too, with all the factor legal words he used, like, we're doing wing commander. Ugh. Listen, I'm, I'm shaking right now. You two fucking bricks come in here, come into our house a week after 9-11, probably four weeks after 9-11, by the time this thing goes to air, and, 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 and you guys... What? You come in here and you, you sell us a bill of goods for something ain't it ain't? Alright? Where were you on 9-11? I'm I'm done. If this is the new talking about turtle, I'm out. Eric. Right? I got nothing You to said say. so I'm many beautiful words. Andrew, you coming with I'm, me? I'm let's coming, go. Let's, let's do it. You know what? You two guys these, guys. you guys these guys aren't patriots. Who, Get the fuck out who, of here. Who do you think you are, right? Come in my life. And you know what? Eric, you know what? You go out, I'll be right behind you. Okay, is he gone? Did he leave? Did he close the door? You know, I'm Canadian. Okay, I'm, I'm staying. All right. So he doesn't have you really, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have I, I, I need money. He's a sinking so, ship. Let's, let's, just, let's just fucking talk about this fucking movie. So what's your favorite thing, Andrew, that uh, Freddie Prince Jr., son of Freddie Prince Sr., did in The Wing Commander? I don't know. Maybe when his mouth was agape, like he was sucking a big dong. <laughs> Bear in mind that he was estranged from his father. Never forget that fact. <sighs> Am I have to think about that the whole time watching this fucking movie? That's what one episode People is going to be about. Oh, Another Jesus. episode is how America was healed after 9-11, thanks to Wing Commander. Well, it aired like on TBS the day of or whatever. However, yes. just talking about it through that prism. There's a lot of prisms to talk through with Wing Commander, starring Freddie Prince Jr. and Matthew Lillard. Best friends in real life. Have you ever watched Wing Commander with your best friend? (laughs) He seems pretty happy about this.
I got milk coming out my dick. <laughs>